really ready for a change in your life? Then welcome to Unfuck Your Life with trailblazing, sassy, and crazy redhead Lisa Grunden. She cusses. She says the truth. She won't blow hot air up your skirts, ladies. Be ready to create a kick-ass life. And now, here is Unfuck Your Life with your hostess, Lisa Grunden. Hello, everybody. I'm Lisa, and I am so truly blessed to have in the studio today Fiona Dempster. And Fiona lives in Hawaii. She lives on the big island. And Fiona is all about her fabulous 50s, being on the big island of Hawaii and celebrating every moment of every single day. So let's all welcome Fiona. Fiona, I'm so happy to have you here. How are you today? Excellent, Lisa. And ah, yes, one of my favorite words. Yes, aloha. Aloha. So Fiona, you are all about celebrating you every day, celebrating you, celebrating your life, celebrating you every day. And I know you have a story about how you, you had a moment in your life about how you came up with this, about when you made the choice and the decision to move in this direction. Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. So I was going along, living my life, doing what you do, working hard, pursuing all the stuff and the things. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and then my body decided to get sick and say, hey, mm, this isn't working anymore. So I had been taking care of business with what my body needed. Mm-hmm. But I was still sitting on the fence between, all right, over there, I could die. Over there, I could live, but I'm just perched here on the fence. I like this nice little wooden fence. It's mm-hmm. got to be cool for everything, but I don't have to choose anything. I actually don't have to do anything. I don't have to take action. I can just be ho-hum, kind of that meh of life. And what was that and like for you, just being in that ho-hum place? What was that like? That was easy. It was just this maintenance, maintain, when my body decided it didn't want to do what it was doing. One thing I was trying to get out of by Mm -hmm. having that illness show up, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to live my life and do my life by myself anymore Mm -hmm. because I was raised to be a really strong, independent woman. Yeah. So I could do all sorts of things and I was tired of that Mm -hmm. and asking and receiving support or help wasn't so easy. But here I was still sitting on the fence going, okay, so, because I really wanted that magic wand. I wanted to to be sick and then have the universe and everybody else rush in and support me and one day wake up and go, that's exactly what I need to be doing or be struck by lightning and now I'm an artist and now I'm a famous whatever, like crazy, not crazy, but not crazy because you hear stories there are people i'm in a coma and then i wake up and i know what my mission is because the hand of god said do this or whatever and so there i was sitting on the fence still daydreaming 
that this is what I wanted. And okay, what I wanted was not showing up because I wasn't taking any action. And I was tired of doing the pharmaceuticals that the doctor said you need to do. Mm-hmm. Wasn't working. And I get bored easily. So this past year, I've been in this amazing, supportive coaching group, mostly women, one token gentleman who's (laughs) totally awesome. We love him. And one day I told the group, okay, I'm done. I'm actually allowing myself to let go and die. I'm not going to make it the rest of the year. And this was in July. Mm-hmm. So I had six months, five and a half ish. And the support I got from the group was amazing. No one went into trauma and drama of, oh my God, you can't die. It's not your time. I, I'm not done with you, which other people had done mm-hmm. when I was first ill. And 99% of my connections and friends when I was first diagnosed with my illness they all went away. Life-changing illnesses really show you who's there and who's got your back and who actually just can't deal. And it opened the door for new people to show up. So by finally just letting go and being willing to have the end and my target was, I'm just going to have as much fun as I can between now and the end. And I got all my affairs in order, mm-hmm. literally like all the stuff in this reality that you have last will and testament. <laughs> what am I going to do with the stuff? <laughs> and then you find out that it really doesn't mean anything because it's all for the people that survive you anyway. <laughs> and they'll have to deal with it. How much detail do you want in that? And then I think it was maybe 10 days or two weeks after that declaration and just Uh letting go it all changed oh gosh you gotta tell us about that yeah there was just this and I don't even recall the moment but well yes I do actually I had sent a message to my Mm ex-boyfriend for his birthday and I said oh just FYI I'm probably not going to make it the rest of the year through the rest of the year, is there anything you need me to send <laughs> that you might still hear have here at the house? And FYI, happy birthday. <laughs> it was a weird combination text. <laughs> and he wrote back and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And then there was this outpouring of the stuff he wasn't able to tell me when we were together. Hmm. And I was like, oh, I said, I'm not gone yet. He's like, yeah, but I just need you to know this. Thank you. And then he said, why don't you check out this clinic in Denver? all about the stuff that's going on with you. And they're supposedly one of the best places. And just in the, it was over two days, we had these little text conversations. Mm -hmm. And that gave me this interesting surge of energy where it was like, okay, I have not exhausted every possibility yet. Because the biggest thing that I had been resisting in treatment Mm-hmm. was a stem cell transplant. Okay. And so I kicked into high gear and I contacted all my doctors and I said, all right, do I still even qualify for this? 
And then things just went about and did their thing. And I looked at it and I went, okay, no more dying. We're not dying anymore. So that pivot to live, regardless of whatever those choices are, mm -hmm. kicked in where it was like, no, I love my house. I love my garden. I love where I live. I love the people that are in my life. And how much more fun can I have? How much more of me can I be? And I started playing with the, there's something in our group called energetic priorities. Okay. Tell us about that. And those. it's where you connect with an energy and you make it a priority and you work with it. You play with it. That's more what I'm all about is just play and curiosity. Like, oh my gosh, if, if I was to engage with the energy of magic, miracles, and metamorphosis, Ooh, magic, miracles, and metamorphosis. Yeah. So like a butterfly, right? That metamorphosis mm -hmm. where you might be the caterpillar for a while. And then you go into this phase of kind of just nurturing yourself. And then you bust out into something completely different. And that can happen over seconds. And metamorphosis doesn't have to be a long period of time. Sometimes it's just that oh, I'm no longer going to do, but playing with those energies out of curiosity without being attached to any specific outcome creates more of it. It's like the magic, the miracles and the metamorphosis this last month. I went sugar-free on November 1st uh -huh. over Thanksgiving and into the high, what I call the uh, high holy days of October starts with Halloween that is the ultimate high holy day of sugar. And then Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's and Valentine's Day and then Easter and then, well, St. Patrick's Day and Easter. It's just one tumultuous like train of sugar after another. And that was another thing that I had not been willing to let go of mm -hmm. or acknowledge or look at as this actually might be contributing to killing my body. And I don't judge any of it. And I love sugar. Mm -hmm. And for me to just go, hi, I'm Fiona. I'm a sugar addict <laughs> was huge. There was yeah. one day right before Halloween, the universe spoke to me and said, it was a voice in my head saying, oh, so truth, if you had to give up sugar to save your life, would you do it? And the first answer, Lisa, was nope. I'm not giving up sugar for nothing, even if it kills me. Oh, I love your aunt. Thank you for your honesty. And I looked at that. I went for the first time. It was, I, I stunned myself mm -hmm. where it was like, wow, that it's such a simple yet not simple, but it's as simple as we want to make it. If we're resisting something, that's when it is difficult. Like sitting on that fence and choosing us choosing to jump in a direction mm -hmm. so november 1st went cold turkey went hardcore no white sugar no white foods here i am 32 days later i think my body's released about five pounds i'm exercising every day and i'm just loving it like the happiness and my ability to sleep oh my gosh i love my bed <laughs> i love my pillows and sleeping uh-huh and just celebrating every day, even the small stuff where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm eating an apple. This apple is so wonderful. Finding things, finding the sweetness 
in life and living that doesn't come in the form of a sugar cube is a really amazing celebration. So I'm just curious to all of you out there who are listening, what could you celebrate today? What's huge for you and that it's just for you and it's just for fun and you don't have to tell anybody because there are enough haters out there and we don't need to fuel the haters because they're going to hate. But love yourself and love what you do and start vibrating and raising that energy and getting excited about it. And it might make some of your family go, who are you? You are so weird. But I'm part of the weird posse in the world anyway. So <laughs> I surround myself with the weird, the crazy ones, the ones who think not only outside the box, on top of the box, the triangles, yeah. the rectangles. I exactly. love, love. Let me ask you a question. Sure. Lots of times, so many of us have what other people say about us, what other people think of us, that we have that so foremost in our minds. And I can only imagine that you came up with a lot of people who had some very rigid rules or ideas on how you should be in the world. What, what has that journey been like? Getting free of that has been a miracle. That is truly to really look at my own value, mm -hmm. to look at myself and go, what do I contribute to the world? What do I bring to the world? And I'm not anybody on a huge speaker stage or I don't have lots of, I have maybe, I don't know, 500 followers on Instagram and compared to other people, it's very small. But that right there, comparing myself to other people has never created joy or happiness mm -hmm. or freedom or magic. Like that right there is such a limit limitation that when I stopped doing that, that set me free and that created much more joy and happiness because yeah, I got sick. So for all the curious folks I can feel out there, I was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. It's a, blood cancer. It's a cancer of the plasma deep, deep in your bone marrow. There's no surgery for that. Mm -hmm. So it's all the other stuff. And looking at that and looking at other people's journeys to heal it, cure it, clear mm -hmm. it out. Again, I can't compare myself to anybody. All I can do is look at what resources worked for them and mm -hmm. then to be curious and ask, okay, is this something I'd like to try? Is it something my body would like? Talking to my body and asking my body, hey, body, you want this supplement? You want this food? You want this diet? That's been the magic. And then coming to my own awareness to where the universe was like, okay, sugar. I just did blood tests, so I'm really excited to get the results and see how 30 days off of sugar has contributed to my body. I already feel very different. Mm -hmm. So you just things, vibrate. Yeah. I know something's different. And I used to be a number junkie. Oh my gosh. Cause I'm a science geek too. Mm -hmm. So I love all the lab tests and all those like technical things that they do. And 
getting out of that and just going, okay, that's a total snapshot. That was like in that moment and it's already changed. Like from the moment they drew the blood and then I went about yesterday. So things are different today than they were yesterday and not getting hung up on any of that and really tapping into the energy of my body and being present and acknowledging that, hey, okay, yeah, that might be disappointing or I'm gonna celebrate. And then stopping myself and really identifying those that I can talk to to celebrate, the true ones that will celebrate and not throw cold water on my party. Wow, I like that. Celebrating instead of throwing cold water. Because once upon a time, we would, we, you, we would have been accused of, oh, we're just not facing the truth. We're being ignorant. We're, we're just doing that airy fairy stuff. And I want you to tell me honestly and truly what you have discovered about that in this process that you've been undergoing. Most of the celebrations I have to keep to myself. If there is magic and miracles and a metamorphosis that doesn't fit with this reality, mm-hmm. like I literally in one month I had dropped my cancer markers 50% and I was not doing any traditional chemotherapy. Wow. I was doing all sorts of other things and it literally dropped 50%. And darn it. I shared with one person I should not have shared it with because her experience with her cancer, which is a totally different cancer was, Oh, don't expect that next month. And then next month, my number shot up to six times as worse as it was. So I'm so sensitive. How many people out there, how many of you listening are so sensitive or hyper hypersensitive And the truth is most of us. Yeah. And that it changes your biology. How that to me is just like testimony and witness that you say something negative and we're killing each other with our own hate and our own disgust and our own judgment. So more and more it's okay. Yep. Yay for me. Like I might allude to something, but I don't directly say what is going on. It's just, I have Lisa over the last week, Uh every day I get into bed and it's just, oh my God, that was such an amazing day. That was, and I no longer have this need or this whatever it is, drive to hop on Facebook and list everything that occurred in my day. Mm-hmm. Like now it's literally just a sentence. Oh my goodness, what a phenomenal day. I'll have more of that or whatever. And those that are curious might actually ask, mm-hmm. but 99.9% of the time, nobody else is thinking about you. And nobody tell- else is curious about you. So tell me, I, I like what you just said, and we could look at it that way. And it's this is not how you said it at all. We could look at it that way that 
Nobody else is thinking about me. Nobody else is curious about me. And that's not the energy that Fiona used with that. I'm just (laughs) stating this so that it's out there when she answers uh, this next question. And it's the, you said something before you alluded to it where you, a lot of people had left and you weren't really tied to what anybody else was saying. For the most part, every once in a while we get pulled in and right. you discovered that for yourself. So what, what is your life like not needing that validation, good or bad? Because that's really what you were saying is you weren't relying on anybody else to determine yeah. how you f- would feel in your body, about yourself. Let, tell us about celebrating you every day without the needs of others. When you're able, when I was able to start acknowledging myself and celebrating what I was doing, Mm -hmm. it just fuels the fire for more where it's like building that energy is so to all the viewers or the listeners who've seen the Harry Potter movies in the very last movie where they're all protecting the school. And there's that beautiful protective layer. When I acknowledge myself and I celebrate what I do, like I'll create something, um, I'll crochet something and I'll take a moment and I'll actually look at it and I'll actually go, wow, I made that. I created that. That was me. Or I'll do something in the garden. Like I've been digging out half of my lawn and putting in a garden with pathways and walkways and weird art pieces. I receive it because it has a life of its own Mm. and together we created it, you know, like the yarn and the crochet hook and then the vibe and the energy and the vision, like whatever I have in my head, most of the time I follow a pattern, but lately I've been adapting and creating these things and I look at it and I go, wow, I created that. So when I can celebrate it, other people can celebrate it. Those who truly can celebrate it without saying something funky, like the acknowledgement, not acknowledgement weirdness that goes on on Facebook, the, oh, that's cool, but, right? The compliments, yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or the compliment sandwich, right? Like compliment, judgment, compliment. We don't need that because I think it's awesome. And 99% of the stuff that I create I don't post on Instagram and I don't post on Facebook or I'll post in a group like in a private group in Facebook that I know can celebrate and how often do you like take a moment I invite everybody listening to take a moment and look at why what is your why for posting on Facebook and Instagram Do you actually feel good about yourself or are you looking for others to make you feel good? And if you don't get that feedback, do you just fall into a hole of despair? Because if you don't actually like yourself first, then nobody else can. And those are old adages that we hear all the Mm -hmm. time and we probably want to gag ourselves with a pitchfork. But it's really true Mm -hmm. that if you don't have a sense of, oh my goodness, I am so awesome, not from a conceited point of view or a narcissistic point of view, but just, wow, 
I'm cool. And then you post from that energy and whoever says whatever they say, it actually doesn't matter. And you're not going back and trolling for responses. You mm -hmm. post it and you move on. Like you post and you go forward. You're always moving forward. And if you come back and you post again and then you see replies to your previous posts and you go, oh, that's cool. Or, oh gosh, that's an interesting point of view that they have about this. You can delete those, by the way. You actually don't have to have them hanging around <laughs> on your page. Like all the self-care, it's gosh, yeah. If you were to clean out that sludge from the tub after you drain the water, you have a beautiful shiny tub. And you can celebrate more and more of you. So it really is like, how often can you set the table and have a party for yourself? And how much will that create more? And it'll get easier because it won't matter what your friends, cousins, sisters, babysitter said. And it won't matter what your dad says or your mom says or your brother or your lover or your partner or your best friend. And then you'll actually have space to also engage with them and go, that wasn't very nice. Like where you would never say anything in the past and just take it. You actually might go, that doesn't work for me. Could you please stop saying that? Are you even aware of what you said? And change your relationships because you're not willing to take the abuse and the subtle abuse, like those little digs and stuff. That's the worst. So for me, Lisa, I started acknowledging everywhere in my past, everywhere mm -hmm. in the 49 years that there were all those digs in the jobs I was working on and the people I was working for who were talking and teaching the opposite, but their behaviors were just not kind. Mm -hmm. And so for me to go, wow, yep, okay, ooh, wow. And things that I thought were totally benign were just another kernel and seed of unkindness. And imagine a vessel and you fill it with rocks. Yes. And all of a sudden your whole world is these tiny rocks of just ugliness. So dumping all that out putting clear water in it or whatever else I want to put in it. That's really every time I can put a nugget or a kernel or a seed of kindness for myself into that jar and not let anything else go in there just adds more to the celebration. And my wow. 51st birthday is coming up in a few weeks. So send one more year into my fifties sugar-free, celebrating life and finding the sweetness and hopefully being that for whoever can receive it. Finding the sweetness and being that for whoever can receive it and not attached to if anybody does or not. I love how you're doing this. Fabulous Fiona in her fabulous 50s and fabulous Hawaii. Really taking taking a bull by the horns in your second act this time. It's yeah. so funny how making a decision just one way or the other, it was actually making, was pretty much surrendering and making the decision to die that really opened you up for this whole new 
way of living. Yeah. Yep. That is well, awesome, and, Fiona. Yeah. And one last thing, living is an action verb. That ing adds the zing to your living. So what actions have you been putting off that you can choose and step into now that will add a whole lot more celebration of living to your life? Because the truth is all those people that are doing all those little digs, yeah. it's pretty much what we as the human race have been entrained to do from the time that we were quite small and we couldn't be so shiny, so bright, so sparkly that we had yeah. to be taught how to live in the real world, yeah. which is such a bogus. Yeah. It's a lot of hooey. <laughs> a lot of hooey. So Fiona, you have just, you've just been an absolutely fabulous gift and guest. You've been a fabulous gift. If you could just impart upon all of the wisdom that you've shared with us today, if you could just give one piece of advice to our audience, what would it be? Get out there and celebrate you. Like every day, what's one thing? And just for you, no posting on Facebook, no Instagram, just maybe write it down in your journal, maybe start a journal. And at the end of the day, write down what you'd like to celebrate about the day and about you and see what that could create. Every day, write it, yeah. write down something yeah. that you'd like to celebrate about you and see what that creates. That has been fabulous. So for all of you out there, thanks for tuning in and turning on and tapping in to the fabulous Fiona Dempster. You've been such a great guest. We thank all of you for listening and we look forward to seeing you again. You have fun, you feel empowered, you feel that confidence. Unfuck Your Life podcast is to help you grow your current self-worth to maximum confidence. So listen, subscribe, share, and get ready to have a kick-ass life. Interested in learning more about Lisa? Go to lisagrunden.com. L-I-S-A-G-R-U-N-D-E-N.com.